Welcome to Farm to Stable, a science-based equine nutrition podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Nettie Leibert. I'm a lifelong horse person and professional equine nutritionist with the goal of helping horses and their humans create balanced diets to set them up for success, no matter what age, discipline, or circumstance. Disclaimer, the information discussed here is based on current scientific research and is for educational purposes only. Every horse's individual needs vary. This is not a substitute for veterinary medicine or nutrition consultation. Welcome back to the Farm to Stable podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Nettie Leibert, and this time we are going to talk about ration balancers. So as an equine nutritionist, I get asked this question a lot. What is a ration balancer? And do I feed five pounds of it? Or do I feed too much protein with a ration balancer? So there's a lot of questions still about it. I think uh, they are gaining a lot more respect in the world of equine nutrition. And they can be really a valuable tool in your feed room. Now, of course, every horse's individual needs are different. I say that a lot because it's true. Uh, But just basically, I wanted to discuss what is a ration balancer. So very simply, I want you to think about your morning routine. And you have your breakfast and your beverage of choice, whether that's coffee or tea or water, orange juice, whatever that is. And maybe you take your daily vitamin along with that breakfast of choice, if you eat breakfast, uh, and you think, okay, well, just in case there are any gaps in my diet, I'm going to take this vitamin and I'm covered. Generally, it's kind of the same idea behind a ration balancer, only designed for your horse. So lots of examples of when a ration balancer might be appropriate. And I'll get into the protein issue and all this other stuff. But let's start with why would you use a ration balancer? Well, depending on where you are, you may have plenty of beautiful, well-groomed pasture, or you may have none. (laughs) So maybe you're relying on some type of forage, hay, alfalfa, whatever the case may be, chopped forage, cubes, any of those things. Um, And the nutrient content of pasture varies by day, hour, month, season, weather conditions, sunny, cloudy, whatever. Because remember, that pasture is a living plant. It's constantly metabolizing, making its own sugar to survive and burning that sugar when there's no sun available for it to continue metabolizing, right? Is the soil fertilized? How well, what species of grass is it? How well does it grow? Is it, is it mowed? Are there weeds? All of these factors are going to affect the nutritional value of your pasture. And consequently, they'll also affect the nutritional value of hay. Now, just because you have a first cut, second cut, whatever of hay, doesn't necessarily dictate that that cut or harvested forage will have a specific set of nutrients. Because as I said, remember, plants are living things. So The nutrient value of hay depends on all the same things because obviously hay is coming from growing pasture. The longer you store hay, uh, you're going to lose your vitamin E content after about four to six weeks, for example. But in fresh pasture, that's not going to be a problem. So again, one reason, one little example of why a ration balancer that contains vitamin E can be helpful if you're relying on hay. Again, I'm getting ahead of myself. But just uh, think about your horse's living situation. And uh, do you have a hay analysis? Now, some of you might be asking, what? What is a hay analysis? 
It's literally a sample of hay that we take from several bales of hay. You can chop it up or not, and you can send it into a laboratory for a basic analysis. And there are a number of laboratories throughout the country that do this. And you can get a basic calorie content, calcium, phosphorus, fiber content, some other basic minerals. And you can get as detailed or as general as you want. Now, the more details you want, the more you're going to pay for it. But a basic hay analysis is relatively inexpensive. Now, if you don't have one, it's not always practical to get a hay analysis. Uh, that's okay. We can make estimates of what's in your hay based on data collected by these laboratories over years and years and years for a given type of sample. Now that said, it is an estimate. But anyway, so if you don't have a hay analysis, don't panic. If you've never heard of a hay analysis, now hopefully you at least know what it is. And if you are one that has your hay analyzed regularly, hopefully you know how to read it. If not, there are some very good resources out there, uh, and I can post some links in the description to help you find them if you're unfamiliar. But that said, let's say you have a horse that relies on forage. All they get is pasture or all they get is hay. And there's many of them out there that do just fine on forage alone. Makes sense, right? Horses are obligate forage eaters. But again, as I alluded to earlier, the nutrient quality of that hay and that pasture is going to change by season, by day, etc., etc. So how do you ensure that your horse gets everything they need. Again, another example is, say, vitamin A. Not a lot of vitamin A in pasture, but it's an essential vitamin for your horse to consume. So where does he get it from? Well, again, a ration balancer can definitely be a solution. Um, so ration balancers, think back to that daily vitamin, right? If you read the nutrient analysis of your vitamin, whether, you know, whatever brand it is, it's pretty concentrated. It might say there's 100% of your daily value in, of this or 150% of that. That's a lot. And actually, side note, you can't absorb 100% of anything at one time, but I digress. Um, a ration balancer is the same kind of thing. It's very concentrated. So you don't feed a lot of it. Uh, for example, if I have an adult horse who weighs about 1,100 pounds, maybe gets ridden four times a week, is a pretty easy keeper, doesn't need a lot of calories to maintain his weight, and does fine on forage, I might add a pound and a half to two pounds, depending on the manufacturer, of a ration balancer per day to that to what that horse gets to balance out his nutrient needs. So really not that much. Now, the flip side is maybe I have a horse who gets just some grain, but it's less than what the manufacturer recommends I feed. Well, if you're feeding some grain, but that's all the horse needs, that's okay. But the horse is not getting the full complement of nutrients that he needs to have a balanced diet. So you can sort of proportionally add in some ration balancer. So say if that same 1,100-pound horse gets 2 pounds of a 12% maintenance type of feed. Maintenance type of feeds are usually in the ballpark of 10 to 12% protein, maybe 3 to 5% fat. And the nutrient fortification is typically fairly low. Maybe instead of two pounds of that ration balancer per day, now you're giving one to one and a half. So again, you, you it's sort of like a balancing act, right? You might do a little bit less ration balancer if the horse is getting some grain. So again, this is a general example here. Not right for every horse, but again, just to kind of give you an idea of what we're thinking here. Now, suppose you have a horse that's a little bit overweight, and there are lots of them out there. And that horse needs a calorie-restricted diet. So you may be restricting hay. You may be soaking hay. 
Well, when you restrict calories, that's fine. Calories are energy, right? If you're restricting calories, you want to burn more calories to help lose, to help that horse lose some weight. What you don't want to do is, is at the same time you're restricting calories, also restricting nutrients. And by that, I mean your protein, vitamins, minerals. Your horse still has those other nutrient needs, even if you're thinking about a calorie-restricted diet. So how do you do that? You got it. It's the ration balancer, right? Of course, that's our topic today. So again, ration balancers are typically fairly low in calories. So you are still providing your horse with the nutrients, the protein, the vitamins, the minerals, etc., that they need without adding a lot of calories. So they are really good for these horses that need to be have a restricted food intake for horses that have metabolic disease and can't have a lot of high calorie feeds or things like that. So again, just another example of how a ration balancer can come into play. Now, let's say you're feeding your horse a concentrate feed at the level that the manufacturer recommends. And you think, I don't really need a ration balancer. No, you probably don't to meet your horse's basic needs. But let's say you're also feeding hay that isn't so great. Ration balancers are typically formulated and designed to complement moderate quality grass hay. So if you happen to get a load of hay that looks eh, a little on the mature side, a little stemmy, and you don't have an analysis, you might think, uh-oh, am I, is my horse missing something? Maybe, again, without an analysis, we can't say for sure. But in many cases, adding some ration balancer, again, depending on the horse, let's use our 1,100-pound mature horse in moderate work as an example, maybe a quarter to a half a pound of ration balancer a day to top dress on that feed just to round things out. Especially if you have a horse that's having trouble with their top line or having trouble developing muscle, but again, you don't need to necessarily feed them more concentrate the extra little nutrient boost can very often be helpful to those horses. Now, it's not to say that every horse needs that. Again, just giving some general examples here to kind of help you see where a ration balancer might be appropriate. So I promised I'd address protein, and here we go, because this is still, still an old wives' tale that protein is evil. I'm going to tell you right now, protein is not evil. It does not cause your horse to be hot. It doesn't cause them to be hyper. It doesn't cause kidney disease. It does not cause developmental orthopedic disease. These things have other factors. It is not the protein. Now, way back in the day, in the early days of equine nutrition research, protein got the blame for a lot of this. And for some reason, this little factoid is still lingering 40, 50 years later. Research has repeatedly shown that protein is not the culprit in any of these situations. So sometimes people will look at a ration balancer and they say, oh my goodness, this has 28, 30, 32% protein. I can't feed that. That's too much. No, no. When we break it down and we do the math, one pound of, say, a 32% protein ration balancer has actually a little bit less protein than five pounds of a 12% concentrate. Yeah, so let that sink in a little bit. So it's not as much as you think. And remember, the feeding rate of a ration balancer is much lower than a typical concentrate. You're not feeding five pounds of a ration balancer unless you have a 2,200 pound lactating draft mare, then maybe you're getting close to that. But most of us aren't doing that. So again, you should never be feeding that much of a ration balancer. And if you are, we got to get you some assistance here with your horse's diet. So, uh, but again, uh, going back to the topic at hand here, 
Ration balancers have low feeding rates. They're concentrated. You wouldn't take a handful of your morning vitamins. Same with a ration balancer. You wouldn't feed five pounds of it. You're feeding a little bit. Now, another thing that people often say is uh, has to do with sticker shock. They'll go to their local feed store and they'll look at the price of a ration balancer and they'll go, wow, this is so expensive. It's priced so much more than my bag of concentrate. When you do the math, a ration balancer is actually typically less over time because if you're buying a 50 pound bag of a ration balancer and let's say you're feeding two pounds of that ration balancer per day that's going to last you 25 days versus if you're feeding five pounds of a concentrate maybe you go through three bags of that four bags of that per month depending on your horse so again you feed a concentrate and a ration balancer for very different reasons if you have a racehorse, they're probably not going to sustain their energy needs on a ration balancer alone. If you have a high performance horse, certain breeds like thoroughbreds tend to just burn calories, whereas some of your warm bloods tend to be easier keepers. Again, these are generalizations here. So you're not going to feed those horses the same. But if all your horse needs is a ration balancer, don't just to prepare you, don't worry about that sticker shock because in the long run, it actually is not as expensive as you think. And if you're buying one of these bags of ration balancer per month, again, it's not so bad, especially when it comes to feeding horses. Now, that said, that doesn't mean, okay, everybody run out and switch your horse to a ration balancer. That is not what I'm saying here, especially in light of saving money. <laughs> what I mean is, just be prepared if you think think that your horse does need this ration balancer, get in touch with an equine nutritionist. We talked in an earlier episode about how to find an equine nutritionist. They're out there. We're out here. Uh, and again, see if that might be appropriate for your horse or for your feeding situation. So again, the goal here today was just to kind of give you a quick overview of what a ration balancer is, some potential examples of how it could fit into some general scenarios, and is not, of course, a recommendation for your specific horse. Remember, each horse is an individual. I think I said that at least once already today, and I'll say it many, many more times throughout our episodes. But I hope I've at least answered some of your questions about what a ration balancer is and some scenarios of when and how it might be used. Keep those in mind. If you've got questions, send an email. We're happy to reach out at uh, equinenutritionphd at yahoo.com. And we'll try to get some of your questions answered in some future episodes. Thank you so much for listening. We look forward to having you on the next Farm to Stable podcast. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Farm to Stable, a science-based equine nutrition podcast. Please share and subscribe if you found the content interesting. And if you have a topic you'd like to hear about, send it to equinenutritionphd at yahoo.com.